And we're live here from Fulcrum Entertainment Studios. This is the Fulcrum Report. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Sebastian. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Uh, before we start this video, uh, if you guys wouldn't mind please dropping a like on it, uh, hit the little subscribe uh, button and bell notification so you know when our videos come out. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna be talking Birds of Prey review today, and also, um, is this stream going? I want to double check. Yeah, it's, it, says, okay. it says we're live, but I'm I'm seeing a video, uh, the picture of a mountain. Like, why is the why is our right. video the, a picture of a mountain? <laughs> I'm not sure. So let's continue, and then maybe we'll figure out what the hell's <laughs> happening. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, because I'm listening to it. I, I, the voice is going, but it's weird. But man. it's a picture I, of a mountain. Yeah, but, and then that's it. extra odd because here, let's let's just go ahead and strip down everything down to its. Yeah, that's. I don't have that. That's not my wallpaper. That's weird. <laughs> uh... So there's just a picture of a freaking mountain in the background. <laughs> let's react to it. This is Fulcrum Entertainment's reaction to the mountains. What the hell? Uh, display capture? That's... Hmm. I am at a loss, you guys. I'm staring at my... My, uh... <laughs> I'm staring at my, my OBS, uh... You know, a uh, little guy right here. And it's it's showing me a, a picture of a mountain as well. Oh, wait, hold on. Do you have a, do you have a picture no, somewhere? that's the weird part. I don't own a picture of a mountain. It's letting me operate this picture of a mountain. Here, um, hmm, <laughs> this is so odd. Here, I'm gonna keep talking, um, and then we'll we'll get the picture up. Uh, this is kind of cool. Um, ooh, <laughs> I zoomed it out, so you'll actually see there's in a second you're gonna see there's some valleys. As <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell is happening. Um, anyways, uh, this is Fulcrum Entertainment uh, channel, you guys. Uh, I'm gonna work out the image in a second, but uh, we're gonna talk Harley Quinn and the the Birds of Prey, or Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, depending on what uh, theater website you're looking at. And then we are also also going to react to uh, the brand new Batman suit. So before we do that, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Mister American? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Captain America. <laughs> no, no. No, but uh, hey, everyone, I'm Gilbert. There we go. Uh, it is good to see everyone. Or, well, it's good to be here and, and have to see the, the four viewers that we have. Um, yeah, uh, you guys can follow me at on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. And yeah, let's let's get started. I am I'm eager to talk about what I liked and what I didn't like about this movie. Yeah, I, I agree with you, actually, because I do want to say real, real fast there without spoilers. Uh, yeah, I got the image back. Uh, without spoilers, um, I really enjoyed the movie, um, but there were a couple uh, negatives. So it was odd for me to actually really, really like this movie and still have a few negatives going through. So we'll talk about those. Um, Gilbs, you did something kind of cool today. You live streamed. Uh, yeah, I live streamed Republic Commando. So if you guys, yeah, you can't really hear my voice. I got to work on that. So next, the next bad? stream I do. Yeah. Yeah, the next stream I do, I got to work on. I'm going to try to get my voice volume up a little bit. But other than that, uh, yeah, go check it out because I think I did pretty good considering I, I was getting killed left and right. <laughs> yeah, that was in honor of uh, the release of the the Star Wars. Oh, well, yeah, Clone Wars Season 7. That's coming yeah. out on the 21st. That's next Friday. 
your lovely host's birthday. I expect uh, many uh, birthday wishes and Steam presents. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, Gilbs. Um, we've been trying out some game streaming over here. So Gilbs have been doing Republic Commando. I just did um, about two thirds of a of the playthrough. Um, you can see the end of it, basically, of the Shadows of the Empire, uh, 1996 game or 19. Yeah, it was the 1997 by the time it hit PC. But geez, that game did not age well, and uh, that was quite uh, a fun stream. So if you guys want to go check that out as well. Um, but before y'all do that, why don't we all shoot it over to the UK where we have the one and only crazy Uncle Harrison. Welcome to the realm. Hello there. Um, today I've been watching you and McGregor not do a very good American accent. And right. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, what, what, what was that last thing you said? Sorry. And being fantastic. Oh, I, I know, right? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, I know. He no, it was it was funny because yeah, I did hear his accent a couple times, but uh, but besides that, yeah, yeah, I think I almost want to say I like him more as a bad guy than I do a good guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's really yeah. badass. Okay, so um, let's do this, you guys. We have the uh, fulcrum quiz question before we start the review. I just heard today that Project Luminous is gonna kind of be the start of the the star wars um it's the next phase basically in star wars and, you know and it's our next uh you know era that we're going to be spending quite a bit of time in i don't know 100 percent. it's not been confirmed we're going to be getting an event sometime this month but uh so the, the question today is basically kind of not only give me an era because it's not 100 percent confirmed but also give me like a Give me a, a, a kind of story that you would like to explore. So, for example, they're saying that it's going to be High Republic um, or Knights of the Old Republic, something around that realm. Um, but, you know, 400 years before Phantom Menace, um, it would be about the Jedi maybe um, exploring um, the unknown regions and mapping that out for some unknown reason. reason you know what I mean? Uh, but at this time, you know, the Sith weren't around. It was the rule of two, so there was only two somewhere in the universe. That would be cool if we maybe do encounter those guys. But what kind of villains are we going to encounter? What kind of characters are we going to have? Uh, we're going to get a whole new cast, uh, cast and crew. So for the, the quiz question, like I said, pick an era and maybe some sort of interesting detail of the Star Wars universe that you would like to explore or a new cool retwisting of it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, in the original trilogy, we had uh, Luke, Leia, and Han, and that's like a Jedi and a, and a scoundrel and a, and a princess. What would happen if we had an entire crew of like Jedi? That would be a weird little tale, you know what I mean? Uh, then or... it becomes Kotor too, Sebastian. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyways, quiz question. We'll answer that guy at the end of the episode. Uh, what quiz question is this? Seventy-three. We made it seventy-three episodes. Um, so you guys stay tuned for episode 75. We're going to do a fun rewatch of some sort of movie. But uh, let's get on to our Birds of Prey review. Um, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and, and just... I'm going to apologize, first of all, because I remember in our predictions and all the way up to the lead up, uh, you know, because they did not do a very excellent job advertising this thing at all. So I just want to go ahead and say I was wrong. Like, I thought this movie was going to be crap, and uh, I really, really liked it. Um, it doesn't mean it doesn't have its flaws, and we're going to talk about that. But 
at the end of the day, I think this is one of the most bitchin' DC, uh, you know, in, in the universe, at least, uh, movies so far that we have. Um, so those are my initial thoughts. Gilbert, what did you think of uh, Harley Quinn and the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn. Okay, you mean Birds of Prey? But yes, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. No, we have to add Harley Quinn twice in the title. That way people actually know well, what this movie is. Well, all right, so you know what? <laughs> actually, that's, that's actually really accurate, is that this movie was not a Birds of Prey movie. To call it a Birds of Prey movie feels like a jip. Because I actually I really like the Birds of Prey, and like I'm gonna be that, yeah I agree with you by the way I I really like coming into this movie I already had pre existing knowledge of Black Canary, mm -hmm. and uh, Huntress I already really like both those characters exactly so was, uh, I'm not asking I'm not asking for like like I didn't mind that they changed changed Black Canary to a black chick I I think. I'm not sure which, what yeah. her ethnicity is, but I don't mind that they changed her ethnicity. I don't no. mind that, that she's not a blonde chick. Well, I, don't, I don't even mind that she's not with Green Arrow. I just mind that they didn't focus on the Birds of Prey nearly as much as they should have. I, yeah, okay. So, and then we, we, we can talk about it more because this whole story starts with basically Harley breaking up with the Joker. And yeah. then, um, and then I'm trying to think basically what the whole gist of this movie is. It's, it's basically just her, like, well, yeah, so from what I understand it is that she gets dumped by the Joker, she kind of rides the the wave of being like, oh, well, I'm still his girlfriend, like, people still think that, then she officially, make, you know, she, like, blows up the Ace Chemical Plant, makes it official, and then the rest of that is her trying to avoid getting killed by people who, who yeah, just hate Yeah, basically, her. yeah, and then with the whole tying with the, with the diamond. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and then we're going to talk about all that fun stuff in a minute. Um I want to say real, real fast how funny it was that 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 leak that we guys we talked about. You remember about the about how we talked about Harley Quinn with the well. First of all, I had that personal connection where we talked about the the roller skating thing. So that was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was cool. That was the first fulcrum or a second fulcrum link that we had here on the the podcast that was like legitimate by just running into people. So that's really badass. Mm -hmm. um, but on top of that, the the leak about the diamond and all that stuff was almost a hundred percent correct. Even even to the point where, I mean, and the movie doesn't a hundred percent you know say it, which I kind of dug with the uh, black mask possibly being gay. Oh, but dude, he he is he is yeah, into each other. Yeah, him and Zaz are total butt buddies. But the yeah, no, they absolutely were. But it was like refreshing for the first time for them to just do it naturally. It's like, yeah, he's a gay dude, but we're not gonna be like, yeah, let's make sure we show him fucking to some other dude. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah, super. We, we yeah, all, we can I, all tell. I think, um, like, I don't think Black Mask would admit it if you asked. You know, or like, yeah, if you were like, hey, so, uh, so what are you and Zaz, you know, um, it's your anniversary coming up, right? He goes, what do you mean anniversary? Oh, yeah, you wouldn't what? want to do no. that. He, he would skin you, dude. Yeah. Uh, real quick, want to say what's up to our viewer? Um, Caitlin Holmes, well, how's it going? I don't know what that ghost, the ghost thing means. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, she's a huge Charlie Quaid fan. Um, so... Uh, what was I going to say? So the the entire thing was almost correct, except for the uh, the diamond containing. Remember how we we thought that it was going to be uh, dick pics? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was really interesting that there was because I was watching the movie and they bust out the diamond. I'm like, oh my god, the leaks were true again. But it wasn't all the way. Uh, do you think that was maybe uh, an original idea? 
or like an original script, do you think that uh, they changed it at some point, or that whoever leaked it made sure to change I, it? I think I think we already had the rated R rating. We that would have been too much. Well, like, I mean, it didn't mean that we need to see it. It would just. <laughs> but they could. But they because it was rated R, they could have. They very easily could have. A flaccid one, <laughs> be it. But. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I did. I just wanted to point out that I thought that was really interesting. We had that entire leak that was about. Um, I want to say it was like ninety five percent correct, except for the dick pics. So that was really weird. And I wonder. Hopefully, we get some sort of information at some point of like, yeah, that was the original idea, and this decided not to go with it or something. But uh, Harrison, uh, first initial thoughts on this guy, um, or, or or gal. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Um, I w- I went into this going like, ah, I-, I hate that I have to watch this. Um, I- I- this is going to be good, and it, it is. Yeah, I-, I think like in terms of the universe of you know DC trying to build a universe, it's I think it's my favorite. I'm not going to say it's the best because you know there's some yeah you, know, you can contest that, but it's my favorite. Like I said, I think I want to do a pros and cons because I think there are things that hold it a little. Uh, at least for me, it's hard because no, this has to be probably the best. Even though, like, I think I like Aquaman and and Shazam really, and you got you guys think this was the best? It was really good, Gilbert. It was Dude, this badass. was this was blatantly really? a. De- this felt like DC's version of Deadpool. Yeah, that's why it's good. It's not, yeah, no, that is not why it's I, good. I thought it was yet. Like, okay, so the and then we'll kind of get into it. But yeah, initially I thought this thing was gonna be the Deadpool thing, and you even start the movie, and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna start narrating the movie," and I'm like, "Oh god." She look, She breaks the fourth wall constantly. I mean, that, but that barely. But barely. It's she's mostly narrating, and then I think she looks to the screen. Uh, I the soundtrack was amazing, but I do have complaints about that, and we'll talk about it in a minute because the soundtrack was not bad. But uh, but we'll just wait to get to that. Um, do you know what I'm saying, though, Harrison? No, no. <laughs> I, I missed which point you were on about there. I think I missed which point I was on about. Yeah, yeah I don't know. You had um, about, like, three conversations just then. It's and like... I don't know which one we're talking about now. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember even. But, so, like, like, I, yeah, I... Help me out here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I really love this movie. Um, there are certain, like I say, I think, yeah, it is it is the Deadpool of DC. Oh, um, even go. to the yeah. point where the plot is basically Deadpool 2 without the time travel. Um, and less, so, yeah. you know, like, it, yes. So, so you could easily, like, knock it down on points for that. And I wouldn't say you're wrong. Um, but there are certain things, like, I think it it does stuff better. It's less funny, like, deliberately. I don't think it's trying to make jokes as much as Deadpool is. You know, like Harley herself doesn't make jokes. She's, she hasn't got funny lines like Deadpool does. I think um, this movie, uh, I, wait, I just wanted to interject real fast, uh, Harrison, um, and then maybe you can pontificate upon it. The R rating was almost used better, I think. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 yeah, I don't know about that. I think there were some, some good things where, like, one of the things I think was good with the R rating was it allowed to point out there are real stakes to a lot oh, of this stuff so, you know see, like, it allowed for the coolest ending ever as far as like you know bad guy death like, yeah that's what I'm talking about that, that was badass yeah. I'll give you that like that was the coolest well it thing allowed ever. us was... to have badass stuff you know because there was a lot of moments where I'm like oh this guy gets blown up or this guy got his face severed off you know what I mean and I'm like you know for you guys to go that far I'm gonna give you a high five for that because Marvel would never do that 
Um, My problem with the R rating, though, is that it felt like that the at least in the early parts of the movie, it felt like they were oh, they only got R rating so they could just say you know the F word like nine times. Within See, two okay, minutes. cool. I'll meet you there, Gilbs. Yeah, I yeah. did it. I I did it. Feel like the swearing. It felt like listening to my like my little sister swear, and I'm like, oh god. I'm like, you I need almost to learn like, how to swear, like, sister. <laughs> Go they first. got given the R rating because of the violence, and then they're like, well, we've got all these F words. Like, we can't just let them get a waste. We're allowed like thirty for the movie now. We'll just put some more in. Just drop them in there. Yeah, and then I think some fit. It, it felt like some were like kind of like yeah, naturally you know, some work. But I'm just like I don't know, man. It feels it feels kind of forced at a certain point. Yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah, no, I 100 percent agree. Uh, yeah. Even at the same point as like uh, we'll do a future review on those uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon, but the uh, oh, yeah. the Harley Quinn series, I think even to that point is like I'm just like, geez, stop swearing because it's just not funny and not used properly. It's just like you guys are swearing to swear, and at that mm. point, it's just like Russ, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's one thing about this. It felt like it was kind of trying to be edgy Deadpool, like as opposed to being jokey. Whereas Deadpool, he'll chop your head off and then make a make a, a quip about it. Harley Quinn, she was just. It felt like they were just like, nah, you know, screw all that. We're gonna break this dude's legs, and we're not even gonna be apologetic about it. Like you know. Uh, like we're gonna we're just gonna blow this dude up and we're like it felt gratuitous hmm, okay no i, I love I, yeah i, I loved and it like the action the action is my favorite part of this movie like i wasn't too sure about it and then that scene in the police that oh, yeah, yeah. That scene, yeah. That was, that's, i was like, admit, oh, yeah, that scene was the, probably the best movie. scene that scene is probably the best scene of the entire movie. I always think it's also a really good sign in a movie where where I was watching that, and, and I think, what's the first color that she shoots out? Blue or something like that? Yeah, she shoots a blue one, I think. Yeah, so I, I'm watching it, and she has the glitter gun and the, the bean bags and stuff. And um, I, just personal little thing real fast, I, it was a little unsettling watching uh, Harley Quinn like shoot up a... Uh, a police department in the cut of time that we're at right now. <laughs> yeah, I was just I mean, like, oh, too soon. Technically, technically, she didn't shoot up as a police department because none of none of the police officers died. Like, I noticed that none yeah, of them actually so died. Yeah, so I appreciate that down. too, but it was unsettling, and I'm like, oh, jeez. I'm like, was this a good idea? But anyways, um, speak for I, yourself, Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Um, I, I do want to say that it's a great sign in a movie, uh, at least for me personally, where she shot the blue thing. And I was like, they're not going to do the red, are they? Do the red, do the red. And they did the red. And I'm like, hell yeah. And she walks through it. And it's just really beautiful. Um, Harrison, are you aware to why there's a particular reason, I think, uh, to why you liked these action scenes so much? Are you aware to it? What? What? Do you have some secret? That, like, I do. Do you like it because of this? I have a, um, a... No, I don't know what it is. Uh, but, um, like... Well, one of the main things I love is that they're actually creative fight scenes. They remind me of like okay, martial arts. Like movies. totally going straight into it. Yeah, are you ready for this? Yeah. Go. Okay. So the John Wick stunt coordinator slash like oh, choreographer. Oh, yeah. Which is okay. And then this is and, and then this is a perfect part for me to talk about it. And I can ask if you guys saw this. So I enjoyed the fight scenes. Yet it felt almost like from a separate movie. For the and then my example is like we get I think there's like four big big ones in the movie. You get the the jail scene. Um, I know you get the one at the carnival. There's one. Oh, there's two actually kind of in the jail. Um, yeah. Anyways, my which which felt a little repetitive for the very simple fact of I felt like with these four action scenes in the movie, they were a little boring for the simple fact as the the choreography was really badass, but they would put on a track basically in the background 
and play that whole song while she's kind of fighting down the hallway. So we get the the jail. We we get her doing the thing in the jail, right? Then she goes bust out the cells. A new song starts, and she's has a hallway to work with basically. And then she mm-hmm. kicks some ass, and and then um. In another one of my things is like if I have to see any more slow motion Wonder Woman shit anymore, I'm gonna puke into my popcorn. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like I can't see that fucking slide one more time in water. You know what I mean? Anyways, we're we're gonna continue. But uh, and then I think right after that, then she um so she busts open the cell to get the um the the girl, and we're gonna talk about more about the individual characters in a moment, but. Then we get, I think, into like an evidence locker slash like however she escapes in that car. Again, another song plays. She fights for a good four minutes. The choreography is great, but it always feels like it's like, all right, now it's like boss fight time or like rush time or you know what I mean? And it felt just mildly, it didn't fit. Yeah, at some points for me, it felt like it dragged on. Exactly. To the point where I almost feel like maybe, maybe like you get the you get the whole movie, and then it almost feels like the fight scenes were done after the fact. You know what I mean? Like they brought in the John Wick guy, and then because there were four, <laughs> just make us some cool scenes, and we'll and we'll figure it out after. <laughs> or maybe like they left that spot open, and they're like, at some point we do want to do a fight scene or something. You know what I mean? It did just feel mildly separate from everything. Um, did you guys feel me on those vibes or so Gilbert, you said they were boring. What about you, Harrison? I, I didn't, ha- I didn't have that at all. I, I was like, just happy with them, like all the okay. way through one of the things that like, there were a couple of things I, I noticed in them and really it makes me disappointed in every, all the other movies that DC has been doing for a long time now. Like one of the things was, was I was watching Harley, like do these fight scenes. So like when, um, when she's, uh, in like the evidence locker and she goes looking for weapons and she gets the baseball bat out. And then, like, she has this awesome fight scene with the baseball bat, and it really felt like, oh yeah, this is Harley's fighting style. You know, like this is the Harley I know from the comics and the cartoons. I, yeah, this is exactly the action scene I expect from Harley. Um, and actually, it's 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 the action scenes that I expect from the Joker as well that I haven't seen in a movie ever. Right. Like, why is the Joker? Yeah, like, I think I think in movies we've forgotten that the Joker can be like a really wacky villain. So, like, you know, I want to see, you know, the, the giant hammers and the clownish stuff with the Joker. And yeah, I would say, like, like, with Mortal Kombat, you get the little jack in the box and the and the, yeah. the, the big boxing glove and the, the gun with the flag thing at the end of it. Like, yeah, fun stuff. Uh, the hand buzzard. I've been dying to see that movie. It literally electrocute somebody in front of us and, and like, crisp them up. That would be so cool. Yeah, and I'm really glad that she brought out the hammer at the end. And I was like, good, I want to see this hammer being used. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love them. And also, uh, how how is it that we are this far into them trying to make their universe? And this is the first damn movie in like the Batman side of town. We've had a fight scene in a fun house. It was gorgeous too. All the sets were gorgeous. Yeah, yeah you have, damn, you have a point about that. The set, yeah, yeah I, that was Amusement Mile, by the way. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if, no, and, no, and, uh, that was like a little deep cut. If you guys like the, uh, you, you get a lot of deep cuts in Ace Chemicals and Amusement Mile. I'm pretty uh, sure we get the Founders to... Pier. Yeah, I'm dude. There's there is so much stuff that's like. Just, that's why uh, I'm like this movie is kind of cool. And <laughs> the Batman lore, but with that in mind. I, I get that. It contained the Batman, Batman lore. lore, but without like when you're watching Suicide Squad, it felt very like Batman this, 
Batman showed up here. Batman did this. Yeah, Yo, like, Batman is in... This yeah, this one's, this one's more subtle about it, and it, it's for, like, the true fans, more or less. I don't even know if they flat-out mentioned Batman until the very well, end, right? Yeah, this is the this is the thing, though, is that I'm like... So the whole freaking movie, like, Ace Chemicals blows up, she's in there, there's shootouts, there's all kinds of, like, shit going on, and <laughs> where is Batman during all of this? Right. Exactly. So hopefully we're yes. going to get some additional story to find, you know, like... Like, there the... better be one hell of an epic movie that he was doing while while this shit was going on. Well, I remember it's some... because no one likes him anymore. That's why. <laughs> it's because DC has ruined Batman, which is when we get onto my next topic. That's what I'm going to be moaning about. Speak for yourself. Your back, right? I, I, this that's going to be a fun one. Um, okay, so real quick, um, let's talk. Um, let's talk some. So we talk positives, basically. I want to say real, real quick with the R rating thing, real fast. So I read the modern comics, and uh, I've been dying to do some, like, comic reviews. It's just, like, I don't know how the hell to do it. There's so much at so, you know, and, and it's just constantly coming out. So eventually we'll figure out something. But uh, I love to read the modern comics. And uh, what's up, Dispense? Um, I love the, the, the Black Label comics. That's when they, they're, they're more mature line. And then some of those original, like, Frank Miller comics and, and then, uh, like, the Watchmen and stuff, they kind of would basically if they were released today be a part of the black series or the black line of comics or whatever the black label dc comics and they're more mature they show more um you know and they're not overly sexual or anything like that um but they show like, more adult situations i see what yeah you're, I exactly yeah you could throw in a swear word and stuff like that those have been particularly my more the books that i kind of you know because you can do a couple extra things and um that make the stories better uh, i enjoyed these these stories uh, and this, you know, the R rating finally made it feel like one of those. And I was like, okay, cool. Now, I do want to say real fast, uh, you know, we're all, at least me and Harrison for, so far, are digging on this movie. The thing that does scare me is the, the box office wasn't so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. To the point where they even had to change the name. I agree. Like, we can, I think we can all agree that the advertising on this thing was really poor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not like they didn't have advertising. It's just like they were selling to girls, and I, and then the the poor the poor thing is this thing's biggest fan base is like what sixteen year old girls, eighteen year old girls. You know what I mean? Like okay, the, the hot topic crowd, saying, and they couldn't even go see their movie. Yeah, but all I'm saying is that even even if that's the target audience, it, it's got the same problem that every comic book movie has got. And it's that guys are the re- are the real audience that go. Even though you you aim at girls, yeah. guys are the ones who who, who go to see it. Mm-hmm. So, so like, I think they just should. Have, I think from here on out, it's it should be this the the philosophy of everything should be pretty unisex. You know what I mean? You agreed, know, and but, if you want to try and get, and you put girl stuff in the thing, so girls will. You know, there are obviously topics and subjects that. Uh, females will be able to relate with more you know what i mean like an excellent example is like you you have the the scene in in the uh the movie where harley is all hungover and she's getting her egg her egg sandwich and stuff like that my girlfriend yeah. was rolling the entire time and i get it like that that is 100 percent. i've been around females my whole life that's them you know what i mean and, you know men yeah. but to me too, i don't right? huh Men get hangovers too. Since when is that? Since when is an no. egg sandwich a woman thing? No, yeah, I've never. No, it's, I, think I don't it's, know. I think Maybe it's, how, it's how just she me. reacts over over like the how awesome it is, or and then when she loses it, how she like She's freaks like, out no, about. She's like, no, my I sandwich. Think, 
I, yeah. I think that's what he's talking about. Is that exactly. it's relatable to, to women? Because men yeah, would just be my... like, they, they'd get pissed and be like, God, fuck it. Ah, they'd be all pissed off. But chicks, they just, like, she starts crying over it. <laughs> She's you like, this thing's being overly sexualized. If anything was overly sexualized in this movie, it was that, that breakfast It's sandwich. the cracking of the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, that is something I love about this movie. Because we all know I've had trouble with the Suicide Squad version of Harley Quinn because of that. Because the whole movie, she's just like a thing for the male characters to look at and to make weird comments about. And it isn't in this movie. And it's I awesome. So, you're right. She's just a badass. I really liked it. Oh, I really yeah. also want to point in, and then this is kind of, we'll talk about characters right now. And so we're, we're on Harley, right? One of the other things that I really dig that they tied in, and I think it was only for a scene, but she psychoanalyzed the little Cassandra Kane. That yeah. was cool. I was like, fuck yeah, finally. We get to see regular Harley Quinn bleeding through. I also like she's yeah, ta- she talking with, to uh, her animals. As and... well. Huh? She did it with Huntress as well when she mentions her childhood trauma. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I just really liked it, even though it was a couple lines. Maybe that's all we needed. Um, but I did really... Did she not do that in Suicide Squad? I could have sworn there's at least one part there's where she There's a deleted it. scene slash like maybe an extended scene if you get the DVD thing. But Okay, because was... I, I was going to say, I could have sworn I saw a scene somewhere. Maybe it was on YouTube, but I could have sworn yeah, I, I saw Yeah, they're like something. walking down an alleyway and and she's like psychoanalyzing, I think, uh, Killer Croc and, and a couple other... Uh, yeah, I think, I think she ends up psychoanalyzing Katana. Yeah, so that whole thing was not in the theatrical release. I saw that yeah, day I know. one. I know. Yeah, that's in the that's in the yeah the, the extended view, yeah. which is bullcrap. DC needs to stop doing that, right? Because I'm like, if you only saw that thing in theaters, that was your canon. Whereas, like, you have to go see it again to see the actual canon. I guess you know what yeah. I mean. It's it's a bit much. Exactly. Um. Anyways, so I dug that. Um. Let, oh, okay. You have her name on toy up. Let's talk about her real fast because she was. Uh, here, I want to backtrack real, real fast because Gilbert, you said something, and I. The thing that I also really liked about this movie is it was the, the advertising made it seem like it was going to be extreme feminism. Girls suck, or guys suck. You know what I mean? Like Captain Marvel basically I mean, was. You know, like it, oh, it oh. was. It, all right, now yes, I point but out, more it, subtle, but more subtle it, at least. It was that a little bit, but what what bugs me not so much that is that men suck because I, I was going into this movie expecting that. I was almost certain that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. But what bugged me is that's kind of like the entirety of their of their character arcs. Like the, what I feel like the Birds of Prey got gypped because they... Uh, it, Renee I Montoya, want you to say it, that, yes, but remember at the very end of the whole thing, it's not so much that they're teaming up against a man, you know what I mean? It's just like, hey, this well, guy has well, screwed us all and we're I'm all tied saying, into I mean, this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sum up all their character arcs. So Renee Montoya, a man took credit for my work. Huntress, a man killed my family. Uh, freaking, uh, what's it? Yeah, Black but Canary. I never felt like they a were extremely focusing on like males killed my family. It was just like you know, like no, you know, but it, but it, there sure as hell weren't any any uh, girl hitmen in there, and one of them is Zat. But are there ever? I'm just saying, and then one okay, of them is okay. Zat, who has so, some yeah. really overly rapey tones doing in a lot of scenes. Yes, and so then I, I'm I mean, just saying he is Zaz. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not. He's gonna Zaz. That's what Zaz does. I'm not saying he's not. But it just felt tacked on to be like, oh, yeah, and by the way, Zaz killed Huntress's family, so she has a reason to want to be in this. I'm like, it, it just felt wrong. You know, I felt See, like, like you guys I said, could have been a lot every, more with her. Everything to- was more conveniently connected, more so than um, Black Mask it, it, has a penis, and that's why we were killing him. 
You know what I mean? Well, That's why we hate him. And that didn't really feel like it. Even to the point where, like, it's like you can't even say he's even a full-on masculine character. No, you know what I mean? Just, he's a gay No, dude. he's not. So, You're absolutely right. He's so you not. Can but even, I'm, like, but you can't even argue that, you know? So that's Yeah. Kinda... But but there's still plenty of parts where each of these characters has an axe to grind with dudes. And I'm like, I, I it just feels see, like I the agree. Birds of Prey, it kind of... If you did find a replace on this script and just, like, had them all as men, you wouldn't notice any of this. Like, like, exactly. like, like, yeah, that's this why is only really... come up because it, 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 because of this like context around it of like, oh well, I think it's gonna be this. Like the, See, the movie that's why I'm with you, doesn't Harrison. do anything exactly. Like, about I'm like... gender politics, really. The <laughs> only thing it does do is um, the bit where uh, Black Mask freaks out and um, takes and the... makes a woman dance, and yeah. that is like one of the best representations of misogyny I've ever seen. Like he just hates that woman at that moment for yes, no yeah. good reason. Yeah, and see, that's, you know, some, that's yeah. some real fucked up stuff. And I'm and I'm yeah. not saying that that like I'm not saying that, that wasn't a it was it was kind of cool to see uh, to see that because for for the most of the movie he's not like lost his cool like that. So that was that was kind of interesting scene. It was but also nice to time, see him yeah. not kill somebody at that part because like I always feel like you lose a bit of a if a character is constantly killing people, then every time he gets pissed, you're like, all right, that person's dead. But when I don't know if that person's going to live or die, that makes it more scary. Yeah, it, like, you, like you had no idea if that woman was going to get a bullet to the head or what. And that was, a, that was a really yeah. tense scene. But, and all I'm saying is, it just felt like each of the each of the characters like we get it, dude. All right, you have a problem with a dude. You have a problem with a dude. You're having you're trying to get over a dude. Like, and I want to, and that also felt kind of annoying is that Harley Quinn's whole character arc is not so much that she wants to be her own woman is that for like oh, half, you, the first half of the movie it's that she's trying to get over the joker and that just like uh i'm like yeah break no, it i'll meet hard, you there and i'll maybe meet you with renee montoya because they were like oh yeah the the you know but uh but then i'm also gonna i'm on mostly on harrison's side for the simple fact of yeah if we replace the whole cast the main cast with guys it's the same movie kind of for the most part you know what i mean yeah require them to be women if that makes none of the plots or anything that happens. Yeah, let's gender swap everybody. It does uh, the story not work? I don't know. The, the dynamic between Black Canary and, and Roman, like how he calls her his little bird and everything, that's kind of see that, that fits that, though. And then that's yeah. Also, I'm saying if it was a yeah. dude, that's it, it's not. It wouldn't be the same. Like th that would well, be again, a very like movie. Black Canary subplot is kind of the same plot to the movie Drive. See. Um, with yeah, uh, yeah, Brian Gosling, really interesting. It's, it's just a crime movie. You, you know, it's yeah. just a crime plot. <laughs> and like, yeah, you know, you then do things. You go, okay. Turns out this character is a woman, and this man is like obsessed with owning people. So he's going to do certain things because he talks about owning lots of people. Um, I can't remember who. There's in lots of stuff as well. Remember, he's like, that's my stuff. He also, when we see him, yeah, at, at right? One fair point, enough. He 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 likes to own things, very, and he considers like, everyone yeah. his things. Fine, I'll grant you that. All I'm saying is, is that just it. All right, I'm not saying that there weren't good things about this movie, and I and it wasn't. And I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I'm. It's just it felt like it was really. Uh, it centered on the wrong things, considering it was supposed to be considered. It was supposed to be a Birds of Prey movie. You know, you're absolutely right on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you're right. The Birds of Prey, in particular, Huntress. Like, like I know, this movie because she's like, one of my she's favorites. Barely in it, and when she is in it at the end, I love her. She's really funny, and like I love the fact that she's a badass. But like. All she does, you know, the rest of the characters, Montoya gets a whole plot. Oh my Harry God, Harrison, what a, with the, uh, with the, uh, what was it, with the, with Huntress, with the, how they kept calling her, uh, what was it, the Arrow Girl oh, or something? Oh, yeah, like, the, the Arrow yeah, 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 the Crossbow Killer. And she's like, I'm not a Crossbow Killer. 
I love that. And it's Ramona Flowers as well, and that that's important <laughs> my, to me. My brother said the exact same thing. Uh, me, yeah, me and my younger brother went to go see the movie uh, on like the Thursday before Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, uh, Valentine, Thanksgiving uh, before Valentine's Day. And we're sitting there, and he he said the exact same thing. He's like, "Oh my God, it's Ramona Flowers, dude!" All right, I instantly like this movie. I'm like, "Ugh." I really like her too. I I really. Yeah. I mean, I, I already pre-existed when like she laughs when uh, Harley steals their car, and then realizes no one else thinks it's funny. Like she's kind of really like the, the goth emo chick of the. Yeah, the goth emo chick. Yeah, she's very socially awkward. And that's, yet she's and that's another thing. She felt. I feel like she got gypped, dude. She should have. She should have been in that movie so much more, and we should have gotten yeah. more of that. Yeah, she did. really should have. Um, I just want to say real, real fast with Renee Montoya, my only gripe about her is like, I was stoked with everybody else, you know, during the, during the movie. And I didn't not like her. I was just like, you're just a regular cop though, kind of for a superhero movie. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And then like, I guess that's her character. And that's, it just felt really, really weird to see like you know, it worked, it worked, but, like, out of everybody, she was the least interesting to me, just because she was I mean, a regular cop. She didn't have a persona or anything. You, she didn't get a other, name. Other than Black Canary, like, yeah, there are no superheroes people. here. Yeah, yeah, she's the I only know. Yeah, and then that's why I said it was mild, but I do want to just say, like, I was just like, okay, you are just, you know, a Brit. You, but like, it works, too, because, like, this all kind of does feel like you, a couple steps away from just a regular old movie at the same time. So that's where I think this movie kind of really gets its points at. Um, you had yeah, the Black uh, Canary image up real fast, and I want to talk about her. But uh, what were you saying, Harrison? A uh, um, couple of things. So one of them uh, was that screenshot you had before um, next to the window. You know when when um, they're like looking through the broken window and then Black Mask and all his goons turn up? Did yeah. anyone else have that immediate video game logic hit you and just went one grenade would take them all out? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I was looking at she was, a, like she has a couple of grenades. I'm like, why don't you start pelting them down? Like you have, yeah. you have, you have like, I'm just like, if I press alternate fire on my uh, assault rifle, I'll just fire a grenade at them and take them all out. Like, you just shoot funny. the car. I, yeah, I totally see, I see what you guys are saying. Uh, in video games, I think I almost never use grenades. They just never seem to work out in my favor, even on like online Call of Duty matches. You know, I'm like I barely ever have the grenade equipped because I just feel like I could never get lucky enough to. And see, that's why the Koreans are beating us, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's talk Black Canary real fast. Um, it was a different Black Canary character, um, like for the simple fact of like from the Arrow, like it wasn't Sarah. Dude. I'll or, be honest, she um, was Black Canary was my favorite part of this entire movie. I, I think really Hunter Hunters was a close second, but because Black Canary, the way they did her and the way that like she uh, she was most of the movie, like she kicked all kind of ass, and it was I like how she worked hmm. into the story. She was just a singer kind of, but then she has some family history already. She ends up becoming the driver. Like it, it kind of seemed to work pretty natural. Um, I loved how high she could kick in those tight pa- tight pants. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was a joke from the movie. Uh, you guys, yeah. Okay. And I, and I don't. You. And again, I don't mind the race change, nor the fact that her blondness is basically just highlights now. I don't. I don't mind that. I oh can, yeah, I it didn't seem that. to affect any of it. Uh, it was cool that she had powers. Um, I also like the idea of like that her mom was something at some point. I would love to maybe like, for example, I think they're talking about the Black Adam movie having the Justice Society in it. And that oh, would be definitely cool. be able to fit her mom in there. So that would be badass. Um, that would be really cool. 
Yeah, so I, I just love all of her history. Uh, Black Canary is one of my favorite uh, DC characters. And need, I love her. They need to make game. a good Green Lantern movie. I really want to. I, after that Justice League movie, like tying in the Green Lanterns to, the, to everything, I, I really want a good Green Lantern movie again. Like no, none of that Ryan Reynolds BS. Right. I who you know like I really I think I just saw a report that like DC's new <coughs> approach, approach to things is literally letting each director do their own thing, and by doing this, you notice when you watch all the MCU movies, other than like a very few of them, how they all very like I've never sat down and tried to watch them all in a row, but I imagine just getting extremely burnt out. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, they're all the same formula. They all they're like, a very, you know, at the, the end of the day, they really are. Time. Now they work if you see them once or twice a year. But like, Avengers is Avengers is Avengers, and Iron Man is Iron Man is Iron Man, and it's and Doctor Strange. You know, it's all the same. Whereas like now we have DC, Aquaman is is like Star Wars underwater. Uh, Shazam is is like big, but with it, I like that it's like two. It's not just a superhero genre anymore with DC, you know what I mean? Now they got Black Canary, which was kind of like the John Wick-esque kind of, I don't know where else I want to go with it, um, but it... Kind of like, like, like the gritty, like, um, yeah, no hold bars, It was literally like... the fucking uh, Charlie's Angels that should have been, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think right. it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not go that far, buddy. <laughs> well, did you see this new Charlie's Angels? I have not. No, I've just heard it's the worst thing in the world. And if that is, and if the rumors are true, um, this is where that should have oh, been. Oh, we're talking about the I... original Charlie's Angels. Oh, no, so... no, no. That's completely separate. I heard this new thing is woke F. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I really appreciate that this is not. You know what I mean? It's just everything works. I don't know, so... it felt, to me, it felt like it was in some in some parts. But whatever. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, it might be. <laughs> Maybe that's just me and my Hispanic upbringing. I mean, and then, like, it, it, you know, it also, like, it, who knows, like, I'm not going to get super, super into it, but also, like, depending on how it's advertised in each area, too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who knows what kind of advertising mm-hmm. they got. Um, let's go to, uh, I think we talked about Huntress. She's just flat-out badass, and she's cool. She's super violent. I like that she, like... It's angry. We have Victor Zaz. He was cool. It was. It's rad. Yeah, this is a cool representation of Zaz. I also liked also that like, and then uh, like, with with the DC movies. Hopefully, the longer we go, instead of them keep reusing the characters we're already seeing, now it's cool to finally see Victor Zaz. I really dug Black Mask. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know how much I liked Doctor Zoltan or whatever from Shazam. But it's cool that finally, like, we're not retreading the same characters anymore. Because I feel like if you would have made this movie back in 2000, mm. there, you know... There should have been Oracle. There, there absolutely should have been Oracle agreed. or, or Batgirl. we can get to that at some I point. I thought it would have been cool. Cassandra yeah. Kane is, is Batgirl. That's the bad part. <laughs> the, uh, hmm. the little Cassandra Kane, the girl that swallowed the diamond, that is pre-Batgirl. So... Oh, is, that, yeah. oh, is that the, I guess... Yeah, I, I forget how many versions of Batgirl there's been. There's but... many, many of yeah, Batgirl. But is, yeah, but she's supposed to be like the the I guess the obviously the Asian Batgirl. Like I've, heard, I've seen the comics. There's like a Japanese Batgirl. Am I am I correct in that or am I wrong? I don't know if Cassandra Kane is naturally. That might have just been casting. Yeah, because I I I I, I could have sworn that this is years ago. I was told that like when my one of my brothers is like, oh yeah, there's like a Japanese Batgirl. I was reading about. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. 
I don't it's know if I maybe that's just me being like pulling stuff out of my, <laughs> you know. You may, maybe I don't know. I, I need to but, do some but research. Regardless, on that. so yeah, cool. Uh, so cool, but I'm like, where is Barbara Gordon Oracle? Agreed. And then hopefully maybe they can work her in at some point. I also know that at some point they also were wanting to do a a Gotham City Sirens, which includes Harley, Ivy, um, Catwoman, and that. that oh, that, that was another thing. There was no there was no Poison Ivy, which is kind of become kind of become a staple of the comics and of the shows and everything. Is that when she breaks up with Joker, she goes and hangs out with with Poison Ivy, and I'm like, where mm -hmm. was that? Maybe they're saving it for a sequel too, because you know what I'm saying. Like this did have a ton in it. And I'm I I'm down for saving some cool stuff. Birds of Prey too, and the continuing emancipation of Harley Quinn. <laughs> Hopefully, in the sequel, they'll just admit that it's a Harley Quinn movie, and they won't try and pretend it's a Birds right. of Prey. <laughs> Even when their movies are good, they suck. They they, well, they, they have a problem. <laughs> the advertising was literally. Um, so we have the the title you can see right there on that poster. But then not only that, but I I kept seeing videos in front of my my YouTube videos. Um, you know, advertisements, and they kept calling it Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey. And then uh, there's been in the news that if you go look it up, they had to change the title to Harley Quinn, Cole, and Birds of Prey. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, just like, why did they like just, that when I was they were like, my tickets? Is, okay, is that what happened with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I went to book my tickets online and like it came up as Harley Quinn, Golan, Birds of Prey. So yeah, See, clearly, clearly like they realized <laughs> no one knows what Birds of Prey is, but they know Harley Quinn. Because they went as her as Halloween for the last three years. So like, ah, yeah, okay, Harley Quinn. Yeah, they just call it what it is. Real, like, real I, fast, uh, you mentioned something, Harrison, That because uh, I, I brought it up earlier, but I just want to say something that scares me, and, and maybe we could hopefully predict this, or maybe hopefully not predict this. But the thing that scares me with this movie is, like we said, box office sales were not extremely well. Like I said, our rating works for for everybody over eighteen. Yet the you missed out on the audience that was under eighteen. You know what I mean? So who knows what that is? So ex explain to me how our ratings work. Because in the UK, um, this movie is rated a fifteen. So okay, so you in can America, get in if you are fifteen or, seven, or over. seventeen gilbs. Is that how it works? Yeah. So yeah. So we have we used to have such a thing as NC seventeen, which meant you can only be seventeen or up to watch it. Then they did away with that. Now we only have R, which means if you're 17 or under, you need a parent. I think it said. Yeah, so you could go see it with the, your mom and dad. But you know, honestly, like major, like I don't know how many. You know, like I can imagine maybe like a group of girls and like maybe a mom taking them out for you know like a birthday or something like that. Yet it is R rated. I my, the person that sold me the ticket literally told me, and this is 100% a true story. She told me. Um, you know, it was a funny story earlier. I, I sold a ticket to a mom and her kids, and um, I don't think she was aware that it was R rated. Five minutes later, she came out and asked for a refund, and she, you know, terrified all of her children. Yeah, terrified. Dude, so, Harrison, so they, you can seriously go see Birds of Prey if you're if you're 15 out there. Yeah, because like we don't even we want that, to get into. We, the, we know that you know a blonde lady saying "fuck" isn't going to traumatize you. <laughs> Right, you know that and you know it, that fuck is not going to create a uh, school shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 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 I, I, like, even, yeah, because I don't think we got a different version. You, you know, all the same violence happens in it. Yeah, um, but you, you, yeah, yeah. So, so we, we have like, like Deadpool is a fifteen here as well. Um, like, we, yeah, we, that's we, funny. We, you can't do that. Yeah, you have to wait two more years over here to see that. Which our that ratings cuts. go. Um, 
how did it go? So, so basically, we have like Universal, uh, we have PG, uh, we have 12A, um, which, uh, like, interestingly, Spider-Man was the first ever 12A movie released in the UK, um, which means that you can go see it if you are 12, or if you're under 12, an adult can come with you and you can go see it. Then we have 15, which is just, if you're under 15, you cannot see this movie. And then we have 18, if you're under 18, you cannot see this movie, and that's it. So what gets an 18 rating? Um, basically nothing anymore. See, that's funny because over here, things. that's the N17, and the N17 would be literally, for the most part, like adult content. Like, yeah, that's like that's like if you're gonna go see an adult movie. Yeah, because yeah, I don't like, even think there might like, be some rating. horror movies that get 18 these days, maybe. But like the last one I remember was Piranha 3D. Oh dear lord, that's yeah. so funny. I mean, all right, that's that's probably just get all the nudity then. I think yeah, but yeah. It, 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 yeah, it's basically that. Yeah, but you know, like a lot of things are fine. Yeah, and yeah, ratings have gotten a bit looser here. So, like I say, yeah, fifteen years old, you can go see um, Deadpool, have a great time. Huh. Let's move to the UK guilds. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, well, right? no, nah, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Just you, all you have to, you just have to. I, I can do that, but we have free help. Yeah. I can, I can. All right, there's three problems with that. One, you guys don't have, you guys don't allow guns. Too, well, yeah, but allow. Gilbert. But when you get stabbed, you can just go run right over to your local. Your local yeah, free healthcare, <laughs> whatever. But still, though, no, no guns. And uh, what's it? You have you guys drive on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> sure, whatever. Okay, so, um, but I just want to say real quick, it scares me mildly because uh, you know, worldwide, you know, this thing we do have different age viewing. So, but in America, uh, it is R rated. It did affect ticket sales possibly, you know what I mean, compared to Suicide Squad, where I literally saw it with a whole bunch of teeny boppers, you know? And I, okay, that's another thing. So I, I the, my, the, the audience, the, which my different theaters were for Suicide Squad and Harley were completely different. I got a whole bunch of Hot Topic teeny bopper kids in, in, mm -hmm. in Suicide Squad, where it was like kind of more normal audience goers for uh, Harley. See, I was surprised that when I went to go see it, like three couples, they walked out. Like halfway through the movie, they got tired of it and they're just like, you know what, screw this. And they walked out. I'm like, Weird. wow. Lame. <laughs> um, I was surprised. I, was, so, I thought people were going to, I thought everyone else was going to love it. I, I was like, I knew I wasn't going to particularly be all like crazy about it because I'm like, I have a very particular way about my Batman uh, mythos. But my main yeah, point like, is, I'm hoping this doesn't screw up Suicide Squad. We finally get James Gunn. I think that will also be R rated, which means that James Gunn is going to be able to be at his fullest, probably, you know what I mean, and his best, which we'll means see. that we're going to probably get a really badass movie. Hopefully, DC at some point it doesn't go backwards and it's like, oh, you're going to clean up your movie a little bit, or like the old Suicide <laughs> Kids can go see it. Or the young kids can go see it. And then hopefully that doesn't cause a thing with James Gunn. You know what I mean? I'm really scared. And hopefully everything keeps going forward. But uh, yeah, this thing just didn't make money. And I don't know all the way what was the contributing cause to it. You know what I mean? Um, so that's just my little bit of a fear. I hope that... Because I want more R-rated. I don't think everything has to be R-rated. Like, I don't think Superman would ever need that. But I think when we do get into the darker more monochromatic gotham stories and things like that yes please slap an r rating on it and uh and let's have a, a little bit more of a fun time they need to go and they need to start making uh, movies about like do what kind of marvel is doing and start making movies about the side characters you know like wh where is the question where is Dude, uh, i'm down for that you know but, like and then see that's where i'm like a question you can slap an r on there because i yeah, don't exactly. think the main audience really gives a like, shit where is another where's a good budget. constantine movie 
where's a good like zatanna movie or something like that yeah um i think that they are doing a new constantine movie i think they're doing the um constantine will be a part of the dark the justice league dark which is like zartana um you have constantine constant time it's like like zatanna swamp thing (laughs) uh swamp thing yeah so i think we're gonna be getting all those dudes um, which is the real one I've actually been waiting for because I uh, I don't know if you guys have checked out the the Constantine show. I um, haven't. I've I've seen oh, Legends of Tomorrow so cool. and it's it's. Eh. I lo- I love him. I and then I've seen him pop up in Arrow. I haven't seen him pop up in Legends yet. But uh, yeah, he's probably, I, I just, like I, the the episode I watched last week, he uh, he he popped up there, and I'm just like, eh, I'll give it a chance. <laughs> just like four or five or four or five seasons in, out of context. Right. It's really wonky. That show. It's it's funky, but uh, if you. If you get into it, it's a good time. Um, I think let's talk real fast about Black Mask. I think we want to talk Black Mask, and then um, yeah. I think we can probably just move on to the Batman, right? Is there any? Yep. Th- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Black Mask, uh, ten out of ten, bad guy for me. I think he was badass. Yeah, that, he was. Yeah. He was a good part of the movie. Like he was actually a really cool bad guy. Yeah, he looks yeah, so I, scary I love the at the end. Won. He's so insecure. He's mad. Like he's a very good Batman villain. Um, my problem. Well, I said my problem. I was aware during the movie. I don't know much about Bat- Black Mask, so I don't know if like if you're a Black Mask fan, you might not like this version of him. Yeah. Um, so th- I think I can I can tell you like as a Batman fan, uh, uh, this is very much not the the Roman Sionis that people have come to expect. Like so, yeah, it, and then Gilbert, yeah, I wanted no to ask you. He basically mm, starts becoming like, he's just kind of a mobster. Like I don't know if he's a mobster in this, but more well, classic mobster. Well, like you know. It, it, all right, so it depends on the on the version, but in some of them, he his the thing is actually a mask. In others, it's because his face is all messed up. Like it got burned and messed up, so it, so his face is all like black. Yeah, and, and in and so he's like he's supposed to be like a real hardened gangster and like kill like beat you with his bare hands kind of thing, like. His mask it's, is made it, out of the, the the coffin of his parents. Yeah, like it's it's not. Yeah, he's very much like this version of him is not like. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do get a couple of moments with like his brutality with the cutting off of the faces, and I know he wasn't doing it, but yeah, I he has get his ass the, to do it. Yes, yeah. but he like for him not sparing the girl that felt very black mask to me. Um, another yes. thing that the moment I think, and then obviously it's the part when he has the black mask on. But the mm-hmm. part that feels the most black masky to me is when he's basically rounding up all the. Um, it felt like uh, the Batman Arkham Origins with where he's rounding yeah. up all the mercenaries and stuff. That's yeah. very true to the black mask kind of character of him, like you know, hiring people to to put out hits on him and. That, oh and yeah, him, but, him and that like. But yeah, a lot role. of a lot of him like dancing around and like <laughs> you know yeah. the, the weird the weird like the like we're looking at it right now the suit that he's wearing right there that is very much not a black mask thing to wear no. at least as far as like the comics or or the other like any of any of the cartoons or any of the movies or anything that I've seen that involve black mask it is Nothing. he's very much yeah. not that. Which is yeah. fine. Sometimes these characters are very one and, slash and two so, dimensional. So like you now, you need to give them now a bit personally. More. Personally, I really enjoyed this version of Black Mask. I thought it was great, and for no small reason because it was uh, Ewan McGregor. But because the the majority of what makes up DC's uh, you know fan base and what makes up DC's like the people who go to the movies are Batman fans, and unfortunately, because Batman fans, uh, much like myself, they have a very rigid way of looking at Batman. And we and if it's not if they're if a movie doesn't meet their exact standards, they're like, all right, screw this. This is so. That that could very well contribute to why the movie flopped is because they don't like how Harley Quinn was done or they don't like how uh, Black Mask was done. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could totally see that, and it was something that I was worried about as well. But I, I love him. Like, I think the fact that he isn't like a, you know, a big, you know, again, he is a crime boss, but he's not the one you've seen a hundred times before. You know, the fact that he's this weird, quiet sociopath who, you know, is kind of disgusted by things, so won't do the dirty stuff himself, but gets pleasure from watching Zaz do it, oh, and like. Yeah, yeah they create this kind of weird. They, there's a moment where when when Zaz goes, "Hey, I know what will cheer you up. We'll go downstairs and we'll go kill Harley Quinn." And it really sounds like he's going, "Hey, we're going to run a bath. I'm going to rub your feet. We're going to light some candles. <laughs> we're going to have a real nice yeah. night, you and me, babe." Okay, like it's really like his boyfriend is trying to cheer him up, and I love it. They, it's so good. It's really good. Oh yeah. Um, and then, like I said, I I think. I think the reason why I was so okay with the additional everything with him dancing and, and the is because uh, I think Black Mask, if they would have kept him Black Mask from the Arkham games or Black Mask from the comics, I don't It would have been boring. He, yeah. yeah. It Same been thing with, like, let's say uh, you get the Grandmaster from the Marvel comics. Boring as fuck, right? But <sighs> when you add Jeff Goldblum in, it's, it's now a whole new cool character. It doesn't mean you need to extremely transform it, but you could take these basic characters now and yeah, I mean, you could even maybe argue, you know, Harley Quinn back in the day was a very two-dimensional character, to be honest. And then now mm -hmm. they pontificated upon her. And whether you like it or don't, that's another, you know, that's its own thing. Um, so I think this is just another another good example of uh, needing to to build off of a character that could have maybe been uh, another, like, two-dimensional boring character. For yeah. You know, I, I felt like that was the, the kind of the Shazam villain to me, at least. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, mm -hmm. I mean, like, you're cool and you do cool stuff. Um, but see, you're just a Marvel bad guy. You know? And personally, I don't see what people have a problem with. Like Huntress, yeah, she didn't really get flushed out and she wasn't really involved very much, but she's still basically Huntress from the comics. Mm. And same thing for Zass and more or less Harley Quinn as well. Like her costumes look a little weird, but other than that, she's still more or less Harley Quinn. Yeah, so I don't know how like I Batman felt about wouldn't the... Be a, wouldn't be a fan of this movie. It's Wait, just, it... There are certain things about it that I didn't like about the you know the messages that I saw. Yeah. I think like I saw, I think I saw a lot of what you saw, Gilbs, but it wasn't so hardcore as as compared to like a uh, Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you, I never saw one guy being going like, "It's called cockpit for a reason, bitch." Yeah, you know see, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree to that one. Said there was none of that nonsense, and I didn't see. And I, and while I did expect them to at least make a uh, reference at least once to them, like, "Oh, we're beating up men." They didn't do that. They just they just beat up on dudes. So I'm like, I'm. I was okay with that. Like I didn't like I said I didn't hate the movie. It's just there were some things that I personally would have done differently. Okay. I do think like um a Marvel should be ashamed that they haven't done as well with their female characters as this one movie in DC has. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, that was just like, yeah. one. That was their first shot. It was excellent. Um now we have Black Black Widow coming up. Hopefully that's a, hopefully that's comparable to this. We're going to have to wait and see and maybe in our review um, I think that will be fair for us to compare it to this. You know what I mean? Because I think right here is kind of the the new standard, at least for me. What about you, Harrison? I guess yeah. When it, I mean, yeah, when it yeah, comes yeah, to I, I, when it comes to female, I mean, and I don't even think, like I said, I think eventually everybody needs to stop with the whole female male. Every I think eventually needs to kind of become more unisex. But when it mm -hmm. does come to a, a female uh, main cast or you know something like that, I think this is the the standard for me at least. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I certainly on that term, you know, like, oh, we need to meet in the middle, and it's it's not about divided by genders. You're right. Um, unfortunately, the, the way you get to that is that 
to try and bring balance. We can't take away the number of male-led movies there are, so we need to add more female-led movies. You just need to make it normal so that no one questions it and no one goes like, oh, that's that's unusual. It has to become the usual. Um, And it was weird uh, that... Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not trying to cut you off, but I'll go for it. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, I, I think I think one of the things with this movie that get that, I, that really gets me is I feel that the characters in it are better fleshed out and are more fun and are more interesting than even the the, the side characters. I, I would say that these characters I prefer watching the ones in this movie to watching uh, Black Widow in the movies, you know, in the Avengers mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. Captain America. She's just not as interesting. She's not very fun. Um, she's kind of badass at times. When she gets introduced in the first Avengers movie, she's doing, she's being pretty cool. And uh, uh, but Iron Man 2, yeah. I can, I can agree with you on that one. That's fair enough. Is that even though she's there, she's not really doing very much, even though all these characters, they didn't get a whole lot of screen time, but they did, they did stuff. They were actually, they were central to the story, and they, and you, all right, I'll give you that. Well, it's like finally people are like wising up, and it's it's like, oh, uh, you know, we're just gonna stick Hawkeye in there. He's from the comics, so he has to be in the movie, right? And then you get at the end of the movie, everybody's making fun of him because he's just a dude up there shooting arrows. Yeah, but in this, they they're like, oh. all right, they yeah, 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 that, and they though. did, they did. I'm just saying, like, you know, at the beginning, right? Um, but with this, they didn't make any of those mistakes. They're like, all right, this, you know, you do have the ring name Montoya, who's a regular old cop. Potentially, they could have screwed her up, but by writing her interestingly. She was cool. Huntress, um, inter- you know, we only got to see a baby, baby bit of her, but she, in the, like Harrison said, in the baby bit we saw of her, she was way more interesting than the Black Widow. You know what I mean? From Iron Man 2 or Avengers. Certainly um, way more think- interesting than Scarlet Witch. Oh my, Scarlet yeah. Witch, you know, it's going to take That's a while. A hard thing to and do, then yeah, well, it, the thing is, I'm hoping with these Marvel or the Disney Plus series is that they're going to. Uh, make me not make me but like i don't think we've just had enough time with these guys you know what i mean so it's like okay scarlet witch is gonna get her show um please make me like her because i want to it's i never ever go into anything not wanting to like anything ever even with this i wanted to like it uh i thought i wasn't but i was i was i i went into it with an earnest heart and uh, i really enjoyed this thing so um, with that being said, I want to I want to do the the Batman thing before we have to get out of here. But right. uh, Gilbs, out of um, <clears throat> here, where where are we gonna do this? Out of oh, there you go, right there. Oh shit! Okay, out I of just ten, got, the, I got rid of the picture, but go ahead. No, no, you're good. Out of ten Harley Quinn hangover breakfast sandwiches, or we'll do five. It'll be a little bit easier to gauge. Out of five <laughs> Harley Quinn morning breakfast sandwiches, how many of how many would this movie get? Uh, I'll give it a 3.75. 3.75? Yeah. Okay. Excellent, sir. Thank you so much. So that's not bad. That's not yeah. bad, Gilbert. For, for... <laughs> it could have been worse. I, could... I didn't I didn't hate it, I, but I just... See, I, you're giving it a 3.5, I'm like, me. oh, jeez, where's my number now? Because it is... I'll put it, I'll put it probably down on, like, on, like, my third or fourth on, as far as good uh, DC movies. I think I think Suicide Squad still has number two, and number one is always going to be. Uh, let me see. Uh, what was it? Wonder Woman. It's always going to be Wonder Woman. I think to really not like this movie, you have to almost purposefully slash. Um, because even though even though like you have your complaints about it, you didn't not like it. You know what I mean? I almost yeah. feel like to not like this, you at least have to like purposely 
hopefully slash like be hard headed about it. You know what yeah, I mean? You have to be looking. You have to actively be looking for stuff to nitpick like and be like, no, this and that nitpicky. and that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to be nitpicky to really hate this and, thing. And I and I walked in there not trying to be nitpicky. I walked in there trying to be. And you're good, Gilbert. Uh, I'm not. I'm saying you're. Yeah. Pre- you know, uh, you you were pretty fair with it, and I feel like your arguments were you're were good. You know, because I even got nitpicky with the fight scene. I was like, okay, because mm-hmm. it does seem kind of like straight in my face. You know what I mean? It, it did feel very robotic, but that was my one nitpick. Harrison. Uh, let's do, uh, ooh, there we go. Out of five Harley Quinn neon suspenders, what did you give this movie? <laughs> um, uh, I'll give it Where a did she get a shirt five. real, four out of five? Okay, real quick, and then please answer me. Where, where did she get this Harley Quinn shirt? <laughs> yeah, I did wonder that. Um, I didn't I, think about I, that. I don't know. <laughs> From the Forever like, 21 collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe. maybe. Because you can always find those like weird sh- stores that will like print stuff on t-shirts, so maybe it's one of them, or wherever the Joker gets all of his custom stuff. Which is a great time to mention our sponsors, you guys. Head on over to t-shirts.com. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> uh, she she actually has like a very special part of Stitch Fix that does this for her. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you, though. Four four out of five. Okay, right on. Um, yeah. Oh, this is hard for me. I'm going to just fucking flat out say, because um, I think anytime there's a nitpick that makes the movie not perfect, or not nitpick, but a, a complaint, makes it instantly not a five, just because there was something I had a mildly negative to say. So I will give it a, um, with this being my favorite DC EU movie so far, I'm going to give it a four out of five. It was good. Because I, like I, I feel like I could complain about stuff, but then when I do, I'm like, you know, just shut up and enjoy the movie for once, you know? It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good. If, um, if and I'm not talking at you, Gilbert. That's me talking to me. <laughs> well, no, but yeah. And admittedly, if you just if you just kind of take a step back and realize that this is like you had your your Batman stuff and you had all your other cool stuff, this is something else entirely different from from the other DC content. Just enjoy the damn movie and just and just have some fun. I just think, uh, and then we'll end on this. Like, uh, I think just at the very end of the day, not only was it just like pretty excellent and well choreographed and, and pretty thought out. Um, I, I did like the, the mature content and uh, like with Love, Death and Robots, I think that's what I kind of started really getting into. It's not like I perf- ever like sought out the the more mature content, but when I come across it, it is refreshing when it's when it's done in like a tasteful way. And I felt like that was a pretty damn tasteful mature movie. Um, okay, cool. Let's shoot over to the uh, Batman. Here I'll I'll pull the video up. Do you guys see what I see? Uh, let's see what images you have, Gilbs. <laughs> I have. I only have. Do the... we hear what you hear? Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you have that. Here we'll play the video, and then uh, will you guys be able to see the video when I play it? Uh, um, yeah, probably. Okay. Are you guys uh, simultaneously also streaming on or watching the YouTube stream? Because then it'll. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yes, I am. Okay, cool. So I'll just pull this guy down real quick then. And yeah, obviously, you guys have seen it, right? So it's yeah, like you, we need so to go ahead and do your thing. Oh, cool. So I'll pull and it. And I'll start. I've I've stopped streaming. I've stopped screen sharing. So I'll I'll start. I'll start up again as soon as the video is done. Cool, cool, cool. So here oh, we yeah. go. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll first do a live reaction because for the most part, other than me mildly knowing Harrison doesn't like this thing all the way, um, we don't know each other's opinions. So we're gonna play the thing and then uh, we'll talk about it after. But uh, let's go. And we also have the score in there too. So we could talk about that a couple. Mm-hmm. This is like the new Batman score, apparently. Are you playing it? 
yeah, yeah, I'm playing it. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to to be able oh, to watch it's it. Like so, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. Yep, got it. Yep. Yep. And then, like I said, we've all seen this, so I'm just basically playing this for whoever hasn't seen it, which is gonna not really be a thing. <laughs> but so we just can get the, the full guy. What's with the What's with the red? Like, what's with like? I don't the know. Red? I don't know. I dare did. Didn't. Yeah. Did you not see? Oh my god, Daredevil's back. Yeah. Right. I saw, I saw all that. I was wondering I got, why Daredevil was tw was trending on Twitter that one day. I got Daredevil slash, um, what was the other vibe I got from it? A little bit man beyond vibes. So I'm back to Gilbert on our thing if you want to screen share. Okay, but cool. that was just so everybody can hear the thing and, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, so real quick, uh, Gilbert, you seem to be the biggest uh, Batman fan. Like, I'm obviously, like, super nerd about it, so I could tell hey, you Hey, you're all... a Joker fan. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you all day about Batman, but, um, but you are the Batman fan. Because at the end of the day, I'm not... A giant Batman fan, really. So, uh, tell me what you think about it so far. Um. Well, yeah, we'll I don't know. The, chest, the suit looks all right, I guess. It like it, you're. They're absolutely right. It looks very much Daredevil style with that mask. But and then I don't. I'm not crazy about the collar right there. You know, like around his like it like it looks like he's like wearing a Count Dracula cape. And then yeah. uh, so there's some things that I want to talk about real real fast. Because we mm -hmm. basically only get like what percentage of the suit? We get the chest and the head. We don't get the ears or anything yeah. like that. We get the kit. We yeah. We get the cowl and yeah, his. his so chest. like seeing that just alone, like when I was watching this live for the first time ever, um, I was really digging the chest. We the if you guys don't know already, I the you, uh... huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it scrolled up to the head. I wasn't a giant fan of I or I liked the head. I even like his jaw. Seems to be pretty uh, Batman. You know what I mean? And then. Uh, like I said, I like to go That's... into these things honest, and I wasn't extremely excited about the casting of him, yet he seems to have the correct profile. You know what I mean? He seems uh, and that's look... fine. Looking like Batman and being Batman. <laughs> yeah, well, I would just say he has one box checked off so far, so I, I can breathe a little bit more. Now, right, my, my initial thoughts were that it seemed uh, like two bits of two separate costumes. So I think for me to create a final opinion i, I want to see the gloves like are the gloves leather if the gloves are kind of leather samey style as the cowl then that's going to work more if he has almost this entire armor suit but like a fabric head that is weird to me yet i also did notice that with his um he's i think this is going to be the first batman ever to like fully be able to move his head on you know what i mean i think yeah it seems like they got that all probably, worked out i just i just don't there know there are there's batman certain... costumes obviously with the collar like the yeah. I mean, there's certain things about the problem or about the costume that I have a problem with, like the collar, the cowl looks a little weird. Like, I'm not crazy about the way they do the like the eyebrows look or the way they, this. Whole I don't like thing the looks. dent, the denting of it. Like, it seems like it's like, yeah, there's a dent there, and I believe yeah. on his nose too. Yeah, there's like a scratch right here. It looks weathered, and I'm like, eh, I'm not crazy about that either. Yeah, and, and when that, that looks so like here, you can see it's been it's been weathered and like, so it's it's making the idea that this is a Batman that's been around for a while. Yet, like, the suit kind of looks, they look two different pieces of the suit. Real quick before we hear Harrison, I just wanted to um, point out, if you guys didn't know this, the Bat logo is the gun that killed his parents. Now, this has actually been done in the comics. It was done very <sighs> recently. Yes, it's, it's been cool. done very recently. And uh, the thing that I dug about it is... Um, so I was reading, it's in Detective Comics 1000, and it's basically a, a it's a 96-page 
you know, book telling all kinds of mini Batman anthology stories. Kevin Smith gets to tell a story in that, and basically it's a story of him melting down the the gun that killed his parents, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's the plate that fits behind the yellow bat symbol, and we we get to see it basically save his life in The Dark Knight Returns, if you guys are familiar with that story. Yeah, uh, He gets shot in the chest, and remember he has that plate behind? Mm -hmm. So you get to find out through Kevin Smith's story. I love it, because uh, I love Kevin Smith's writing. Actually, I always love what he does Arrowverse shows. Uh, that it was the gun. The gun of his parents is basically protecting his heart now. So I did like that they worked that in. And it, it is a new piece of the Batmos, Batman mythos, but uh, but I dig it, and I dig it here. Um, mm -hmm. Harrison, let's go over to you, because you are not digging this too much, right? No. Okay, no, tell I'm me not. why, please. <laughs> Particularly, I think, today, <laughs> in having gone seen a movie that I think really tried to capture and reflect, like, the cartoony side of, you know, like the Batman universe and you know, just, just have more fun with it. And it felt like like uh, watching Birds of Prey today reminded me of, you know, the Harley Quinn that I know from the cartoons and from the comics and from video games and things, you know, like, yeah. And I went back and I, I, and I looked at this again and I was like, oh, just Christopher Nolan ruined Batman. I agree. Like, no, how like, dare you? I agree because I do. I'm, you know, I'm Gilbert. Don't kill me. I don't like those ones really. <laughs> now, look, my, they're just too boring. My, my point with this like is quite serious. complex. Okay, okay. The Christopher Nolan Batman movies are fantastic. They're mm -hmm. really amazing. They are as a trilogy. They're fantastic. But the, 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 we've got this problem that now we everyone seems to go. Oh, so all Batman things are broody and dark and serious. And I'm like, yeah, not entirely. Batman like goes between. It depends which book you read. It depends what TV show you, you watch. There's a yeah, there's a middle ground you can be in. Yeah, I'm confused. And, um, I'm confused. This suit yeah. is like the whole the, doing more of this R. Oh, it's gonna be all technical and stuff. And I didn't know that that was supposed to be the gun. I was like, what the hell is that bat symbol supposed to be? Why has it got weird little knobbly bits on See, it? See, I hated he that in the beginning too, because I, I will meet you there, but once I found out it was the gun um, then I was more okay with it. I don't know if that's even even then I'm just like yeah. I'll grow up, Bruce. Um, like, <laughs> right? You know, like and 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 this thing of making him look like a robot more and more. I just don't like it. Especially like like one of the things that I was thinking about was was I have for a long time now wanted a much more lo-fi Batman. I've I wanted think you're going to say what? More like are you going to say what I've been wanting? Is it like well, I'm like what I want is something that looks like. Um, the the animated series. I, I I want you know. I want the gray. I want it you know, mm -hmm. to look more like a tunic. You know, not Adam West, but no. just not a weird suit of armor that the actor clearly yeah, can't so, move in. So something more like akin to the Dark Knight Returns, because in that he's actually just wearing basically like a t-shirt with a bat symbol on it. Yeah, See, yeah, exactly something like that. You know, and like he has yeah. lots of gadgets and stuff, but he's just not in these giant rubber suits that we've had for like twenty years now. I was really and I'm, crossing I'm my had enough crossing my fingers for the um like you said Harrison the the black and gray with the with the mix of the uh, like more more fabric like uh, but not suit obviously not out of west but uh, I dig Batman's like literal literal first appearance where he has the the weird ears pointing off kind of to the side a bit um it's it's basically the Batman look that he's had the entire time but he has like little short purple gloves you know and obviously that wouldn't need to be in the movie but uh but just uh I thought it was weird because they keep shoving down our throat how different a look, you know, we're going to explore the more detective side of Batman. 
And this doesn't look like Detective Batman to me at all. This is like combat-ready Batman, whereas Detective Batman would be uh, more able to easily move and, and crouch under things. Maybe he's going to need to get into some crawl spaces. or You know what? I made it. Obviously, this is it, like the Exterminator Batman. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I just they, they, they kept telling us how different this was going to be. I really love detective stuff. I love the detective aspect of Batman. We barely ever get to see that. Um, we got to see some detective stuff if you play the, um, you know, on the Arkham games a little bit. But uh, he does a lot of detective stuff in the Telltale games. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, dude, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And it's not like I want to sit there and watch Batman, you know, go through a crime scene for 20 minutes. But I would like Batman to show up to a crime scene, do some forensic stuff, uh, uh, look at a corpse. Uh, yeah, you do know, the stuff he does in the cartoons and actually the, be a scientist. The, yeah, see what yeah. burned this dude. Uh, and and so me hearing detective stuff and and all that kind of stuff does make my mind go backwards to the original kind of you know it, detective comics where Batman showed up for the first time the more classic uh, more clothy suits and where he was uh, you know not you know yes he did kick ass but it, that wasn't his main focus actually and uh, I I do agree with Harrison uh, because. Even though I want to see the whole suit before I have an official opinion. Um, I felt like maybe the Batman versus Superman ones, even though the it was um, still very Nolan-y, I did like that they were mildly trying to make it more comic-y. You know what I mean? And then you yeah, get the Suicide Squad the and it was more comic when you look at a picture of Ben Affleck and that, you know that Ben Affleck couldn't scratch his back if he wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah, and I hated how <laughs> thick his neck was. I did love the gray, finally. We got to see some gray. Um, and I'm even talking about the universe, too. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know Batman Superman didn't necessarily do that great of a job of separating itself from the Nolan thing. But the architecture did seem to be a little bit more... Um, uh, uh, help me out here. Um uh, which style of architect does Batman the the more uh, gothic architect yeah like you know? gothic, yeah gothic noir yeah, yeah yeah that kind of stuff so it seemed like they it were starting to work more towards more comic accurate stuff even when we get the the uh, in Suicide Squad and that's a separate movie but still in Gotham you know what I mean uh, we got the Arkham Asylum which was more comic book accurate all the villains seemed to be more comic book accurate you know what I mean? While still being a step in the real world, I think it's you need to find that right balance of like, please, yeah, let me remind, remind me of my fun childhood with a, a color or something like that. But don't go full, <laughs> don't go full, you know, Adam West with it. And have um, a fight in a fun house. Oh my God. That's God, why I love this. Damn it. <laughs> well, it, it, um, I don't know if you guys like, um, I think it was, it was especially cute for me to see that with my girlfriend because me and her played through the whole Lego what do we do the lego dc supervillains so she was kind of harley the whole time um and then i loved being all the characters slash like the reverse slash is one of my favorites but um but one of the main hubs in that thing was amusement mile um or uh yeah jen you get to do the joker's fun house you, you there's a whole open hut and stuff um and many of the old batman games you get to go to the carnival and stuff so mm-hmm. i was like finally we're getting to do some of the really neat locations and i would love for them to keep doing that um, do you remember, like Batman villains, all, like all their henchmen had themes back in the day, but like this is what I mean. Cheesy, where people like keep trying yeah. to make the Nolan movies again, so like they're all all the, like the thugs are just random gangsters. I'm like, no, like put a mask on them. They're all dressed as penguins. Oh my god, Doctor Doctor Freeze's bad guys were all dudes in like little snowsuits with giant goggles and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. I look. I know we're all supposed to hate that movie, but it's funny. No, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which one are we talking about? We're we talking uh, about Batman the and Robin. Okay. Well, I mean, I was I was at that right right age to like that movie because I was a small child when it came out. Is that the one? So, yeah, the, yes, the red, that's the how I feel about it. I I watched that movie a lot. I rented that to the point where my mom stopped me from renting it. it I think, I think my favorite one is still got to be the uh, Batman Forever though. Is that with Jim Carrey? I, yes, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Carrey was the best ruler. Yeah. Fight me. <laughs> fight me on this. I will. <laughs> no, dude. I, I think Jim Carrey. Yeah, no. Uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, well, the other night for a Super Bowl party, I think we ended up turning that off and watching Cable Guy because that's just like one of my very favorite. Oh, movies. man. That is my number one favorite Jim Carrey performance of all time. I fucking love that movie so I, much. I love it when he he um, he sings Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, yeah, that's what... I, there's so many good movies, and it's been eons since I've seen it. Uh, I used to... I can't believe my parents used to let me watch that one, actually. Uh, not because it's that bad of a movie, but just knowing my parents, I'm like, what the hell? Um, but anyways, like, yeah, going through it, there's so many good scenes. I love the part where he... Uh, my very favorite scene is when he runs through the door. He's like, what's the, uh, it's, I just want to hang out. It's no big deal. Uh, I love, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Love Jim Carrey. Uh, loved him in Batman. I'm trying to tie it back in. Um, <laughs> forever. Um, like when you said about you, Batman doing more detective stuff, every time I think of that, I remember this, what, that scene where Val Kilmer is Bruce Wayne. He's trying to figure out the most basic riddles in the world. And looks like <laughs> an absolute idiot. He's like, oh, I have two hands. And a face, but no arms. Oh, whatever could it be? <laughs> I don't um, care. Val, I like Val Kilmer Batman. No, no. Again, I, I I like that about it. I like how stupid it is. Like, I think it's fun. I think we should have a bit of stupid stuff every now and then. It's nice. That's why I'm like, yeah, because you go too far one way, and then we get all cynical and bored. You go too far the yeah. other way, and you feel, and it's like too kitty. So there does, but like we have our inner our inner kids in there, and like. We that needs to come out sometimes, <laughs> for sure. That's why we can bring you back to campy. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's one of the things I like about Birds of Prey, and I think it's kind of tragic that yeah, like so many people who it's at the right age for it won't be able to see it because actually, you kind of need to be like fifteen, maybe even a little bit younger, like, and you're watching it at home, and your parents don't know you're watching it to really, really enjoy this movie. Yeah, there was even some, like, I, I wish I, like, wrote down some lines. You heard him, kids. Just... All you little, like, teenagers out there, any, any young children, Das Bants, this is your time to shine. <laughs> uh, there were a couple lines in it that, like, legitimately made me giggle just because they were, like, actually funny and, like, well-timed. Like, uh, I know a lot of them were just, like, awkward personality moments with, like, Huntress and things like that. Or, um... Or even Black Canary and stuff like that. You know, you just got some funny moments where people would say funny stuff and it wasn't really supposed to be funny. Yeah, just like how the situation everything it was in, it was it was like, yeah, this is kinda ironic and, and it was a good time. So real quick, um we're we're gonna get more looks from Batman. They released this obviously because they're filming the movie right now and screen leaks are gonna start coming out. So I think they wanna be able to get everybody hyped before like some low res uh, you know, like belt buckle camera footage is <laughs> of Batman and then we're all talking about it. So at least we have this. Um, I also, I want to see where it goes. I need to see more of the suit. It does look very Arkham Asylum to me, which I was kind of, I've never seen on screen. So I was ready to see that. 
Um, but then the cow throws it off for me. So I want to, is, is he wearing big black boots, yo leather boots that might make it work a bit more yet? Like is, are his pants going to be metal? You know, like it's weird. It, it, it like, obviously I don't think this would have him wearing underwear on the outside. It's going to be weird. Uh, you know, I, I don't want him to look too chunky angular, um, which is this kind of starting to look, maybe he'll have multiple costumes too. You know what I mean? Um, uh maybe we'll get what we want in his prototype costume at least will be more classical and then he'll move to this bullshit but um this is this is the begin of batman or or patman watch 2020 keep it tuned here for fulcrum entertainment while we continue to uh stare at every inch of patman <laughs> with that being said i think we're going to shoot it back over to the fulcrum quiz question it was basically just help me figure out what the hell this uh this new uh Star Wars MCU is what they're calling it basically would would be surrounded about. So maybe pick a a setting and uh a scenario or or a, a type of villain you would like to see something new. What would you like to see brought to the to the new world of Star Wars? Um maybe a twist on something that we already know but in a cool new way. So Gilbs, why don't you take it away? Okay, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I'd like to see maybe the Mandalorian Wars, like the Old Republic, the Mandalorian Wars for Project Luminous, and uh, maybe show us the origin of the Rule of Two. Ooh, great segue too, because I've been doing the, uh, we'll talk about that towards the end, but the, um, I've just got done reading Darth Bane, and that was, yeah. that was amazing. Um, now that's obviously not canonical anymore, but we're, that would be an okay. That would be well, it's actually, a good time. Actually, to... that's not true. It is yeah, in because uh, in Clone Wars season six, okay, I think this is where we get Yoda picky. Goes... So the Darth Bane is canonical as well as Darth Revan is now, but not yeah, their but not, stories. Not... Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, but we so we could get that story though. Yeah, exactly. So I'm down with that. Maybe uh, you could take out. You know, I'm sure there's some um, lame parts of the old story that you could hopefully make better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. And then, uh, so you want to see the rule of two and then the Mandalorian era. So the rule of two, I, I think basically is the origin of that at least takes place uh, a thousand years because you get the thousand years of peace in the galaxy, right? So it takes a thousand years before Phantom Menace. Um, and that's when, you know, I guess that would you want the start of the story to be a whole bunch of Sith then and it dwindle, out, dwindle down to the, to the, 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 the rule of two or what? Uh yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see maybe like show us the origin of the Sith as we know them now. You know, I I don't know. Yeah, Man, you... I think that would be almost more interesting so than the Jedi. I mean, I do want to check out some Jedi stuff, but like screw uh, the Jedi. <laughs> but the uh, but the Sith that you know to think that it wasn't just two dudes always just palling around with each other laughing in the corner. You know that it was a, a military uh, that the the philosophy was was wrong or. Or, mm -hmm. you know, because that's basically what Darth Bane does. He's like, oh, you guys are, you guys don't understand the Sith at all. You know, you're not supposed to be an entire army of, of students and, and all kind of equally powered. You're all weak. Um, mm -hmm. So he created the rule, too. So that was really neat. Um, okay, Gilbs, thank you. Sure. Uh, Harrison, what new era of Star Wars would we like to explore? And maybe a scenario or situation or a, a weapon. I don't know. Go for it. A ship. Something new. Um I don't know. Maybe I'm not doing this right, uh, but um, uh, it, it's something that I thought might be fun to see. Is I, I love it when you like flip a story and see stuff from the other side. Uh, 
So I'd love to see like um, uh, a story right after Return of the Jedi um, and after the Empire supposedly defeated, and it's um, a bunch of stormtroopers trying to avoid being caught by the rebel. The what? What? I guess they're now the Republic. After yeah. It's not being the rebellion, yeah, and just trying to get away because they think that they'll be killed. And like you that, know, like you know, I've never, I've not like, been like, uh, it at all because there's always a story to be told. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, there's a story to be told. So, so, like, you know, like one of like like you know one of the ones that are like on a star destroyer that's still you know being run by one of them uh, Empire generals who's still trying to you know fight and keep the empire alive, and they're just like, no, nah, we're getting out of here, and it's them like trying to learn how to live outside of the Empire and trying to hide amongst rebels and things like that. Okay, interesting. And, um, okay, and then that, yeah, and you picked your time period. Now, I'm going to give you a pass um, because obviously, like, we don't know what it is, but um, we, they never necessarily said we're going back. That's just kind of the general notion, you know what I mean? Like, what more do you do forward? Um, I kind of dig going forward also, like, in the, uh, the old expanded universe dark horse did some comics set at 100 years in the future which was awesome because when they were creating those stories they weren't done with luke skywalker's story and stuff so it was fun to see a, a basically a point z story while the original story hadn't been to that point yet so it was fun to see like oh my god you know this is gone and this is that way and and this military is now this and it was fun to see how working up to that point how everything became like that you know um so yeah you can go forward um and they still haven't really touched those 30 years in between the movies you know um they played with a baby bit here and there with a few books and um but i yeah there's stories to tell that's why i was so bummed with star wars resistance even though disclaimer i really enjoyed the show um they said age of Re- or uh not age of resistance but the uh yeah star wars resistance show they were saying that the um it was going to be about the the origin of the of the resistance and stuff and i was like oh cool we're getting a star wars rebels or a star wars clone wars but set in the third era of star wars family you know what i mean or the third in between kind of story that we need to be told that was going to take five seasons i thought we were going to see luke skywalker uh you know right now the kylo ren comics out and and those are all the stories that i would have loved to see in an animated series you know what i mean an animated anthology rebels type clone Wars series and uh i think it was just a huge miss um, so with that being said, uh, I, I do agree. I do like that idea, Harrison, but I think there was more, a bit more wiggle room for creativity and like just completely new stuff. Whereas like we, we obviously have already seen the stormtroopers and the tie fighters and all that stuff. Yeah. So I would love to see like weird ass ships and ships. Um, I know the Yuzon Vong were these creatures from the expanded universe that, uh, all their technology was organic and ran on the force. And I really just love the idea of, of seeing like a bridge crew of weird uh, insectish looking uh, zombie aliens kind of piling their ship by just sticking their their arms into all kinds of weird goo and orifices to get it to pilot. Like I, I even though that sounds really gross and weird, uh, I that's weird and different. And uh, if it could be done right, I'd love to see that on Star Wars. So uh, I'm gonna sh- kind of give the point to Gilbert this week. Sorry, <laughs> Gilbert gets the point. I want to see. I want to see some weirdness. And, uh, God bless you, or bless you, or salut. However you take it. Um, but uh, the point is going to go to Gilbs this week. I want to go backwards. 
I think there's a bit of story to be told backwards. If we're not going to go 100 years into the future, I think we need to go backwards then. You know what I mean? Because if you go into Yeah. the future, we need to separate ourselves so we don't get a stupid, you know, another episode seven or a, a sequel trilogy. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I can't do that. Uh, We don't want to get Ryan Johnson again. yeah, and then, yeah, we can't be too close to the thing. I would love to go forward. I would love to see future Star Wars, but uh, not that close to the chest. Um, ooh, uh, Gil, do you want to read off Captain Rex's submission for the quiz question this week? Uh, give me one second. Let me get that on there. Or Harrison, whoever has it. <coughs> Um, okay. oh, sorry, Harrison. yeah. All right. Captain Rex, uh, for question, I'd like to see, he says he'd like to see General Kalani again and, dro and the droid revolution. That's uh, kind of that's kind of been teased. Considering Kalani's a super tactical droid, he could be the leader, maybe uh, post rise of Skywalker. It could be that Kalani is is not one hundred percent wrong, and that he just wants the droids to stop being slaves. That that'd be cool. That'd be I, rad. I'd be down for that. It, it would be, you know, it, it, it sounds not dumb. I'm not ever going to say dumb, but like uh, it would be a little weird for the world of Star Wars to go from like uh, two different militaries to be like, oh, beings versus like AI robots. Yet I think there is, uh, if it's not a super humongous story about, you know, beings versus AI and stuff like that, like Terminators in space. But I think it would be cool to tell um, a story or a, a trilogy about Agreed. this uh, about this uh what do you call it like terminator-esque star wars story <laughs> that sounds kind of bitching marvel's been doing a thing with uh with the ai uprising so i guess at some point tony stark dies and loads his body into an ai and Oh, that's then cool. um yeah it's cool at first he's a hologram but now he has a physical body he's he's like a synth And um, now people have found out he's an AI, and they're like, "Oh my god, you can't be running a company and all this stuff. You're you're not a you're not Mm -hmm. The AI. hell I can't. Uh, you're not even <laughs> really you." And then, you ever watch Star Trek? Commander um, Data, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> so you you get uh, and now there's a huge uh, robot uprising uh, where now all these AIs went right. So you know what I mean? And they're like, "What do you mean we're not uh, people? Like I have thoughts and I can talk and I can interact and I have feelings. Like what? Just because I'm made out of metal now, and becomes you know, AI then. yeah. What are we though? At, at, you know, at some point, when when you know, watch Uh, <laughs> I was about ancient to say, I hate to cut Asian. you off, but we're we're running Oh no, on an hour and a half now. no, no, we're good. That means it's the end of the folk report. If you want to get in some for, uh, fun AI stuff, I just want to throw. Out, uh, I think it's Agents of Shield season four. One of the sections of that has some really fun stuff when it gets to the AI and the the questionability of like, at what point are you, are you sentient or what? At what point is it not fair to turn that thing off anymore? You know what I mean? So, uh, work that into the world of Star Wars, and that would be a blast. Okay, um, Gilbert, thank you so much for being on. We we had a Absolutely. we had a fun episode. Um, it was fun to to hear what you thought about Birds of Prey, and then also your uh, initial thoughts on the Batman costume. Uh, where can we follow you, sir? And then any projects coming up from you? Um, well, none none that I'm releasing soon, but uh, right now, yeah, I'm still working on the Dooku comic. If Marshall can get me in that last, he's missing one line. So if I can, he can just get me in that last line, Oh, then maybe I, we'll I maybe we'll and then just I have budget. to put a few sound effects in there. <laughs> we'll fudge it and get a sound to like for that one line if that's all it's all. <laughs> It'll just be really I could, odd. yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to see if I could also just remove the word bubble if that, if that works, but yeah, he's being, he's being a real, real pain in my, uh,
Um, but anyways, we, love, moving on, we yeah, love you. Yeah, thank you. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Guilds. And uh, yeah, other than that, that's that's it for me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gilbert. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. And Harrison, thank you so much for for being in here um, and for staying up with us. Uh, first of all, where could we follow you? And then uh, plug, uh, plug, plugs. Follow me uh, on Twitter at Harrison Bullman. Follow me on Instagram at Harrison Bullman. Um, if you go to my Twitter, you'll just see me arguing with Spotify at the moment. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. And uh, I do have some upcoming projects, although uh, I, I don't want to give any like time scales or like, oh, yeah, I'm working on this right now because recently I have not been able to work on anything. So stuff I should have had done like a week ago is still unfinished. It's all good, sir. Uh, whenever you get to it, uh, we'll we'll all be graced with the talents of Crazy Uncle Harrison because uh, you're pretty badass. Um, what was I going to ask? Um, so you said that and that. Um, hmm. Oh, any any voice acting projects that you're going to be showing up in? Um, so we've got. I think there's going to be a trailer out for um, the Big Thunder Mountain. Um, comic dub that bison yeti studios is doing uh, i have a minor role in that um and there's a bunch of other stuff that i'm probably going to be in but i can't remember oh um beckett uh the beckett uh comic dub is going to come out on star wars audio comics and i am the narrator for that I think okay hold on real quick so i think i've read that yeah i totally fucking forgot beckett from solo right <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe they made a comic about that. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it is Star Wars after all. <laughs> I liked Beckett. What was wrong oh with no, Beckett? no, I like it. I like it. I just, I always think it's funny when they just take this kind of like, and then especially how it's not a series. This is like a one shot, right, Harrison? I believe so. I think yeah. they did it with DJ. Like, I really, I like, I loved DJ's concept. So I read his story, and it was just kind of stupid and not worth it. But like, yeah, if you could do a cool story to one shot, I'm down. Um, so I look forward to that. Um, also me and Gilbert were, and then Harrison also, if you would love to be a part of this, um, I've been asking everybody, but, uh, I, everybody online always says they're going to go through the EU of the star Wars, even like star Wars explains that he was going to do it at some point and got one book in and then literally like dropped off without commenting or anything of why he didn't continue. So 2020, I've been going through all star Wars legends material, and we're going to start, uh, doing some reviews of those. So uh, I currently have under my belt the Darth Bane. So we'll just do a, a little reviews, no more than like 30 minutes. But the Darth Bane book, if you guys want to figure out what the hell that was ever about, if you didn't get a chance to read it, it's part of a trilogy. And then on top of that, we have the... Um, uh, we're going to do a Shadows of the Empire review as well. Because not only have I played the game, I read the book... I'm reading the comics, I've listened to the soundtrack, and even hunted down some collectibles. So I literally time-traveled all the way to 1997 to, to do this thing, you guys, or 1996. So um, I think it would be... By which you mean your closet. Exactly. crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that was a lot of fun, and it was, it was really cool to not only have the access to it all at once, basically, but to, to experience a multimedia project like that. So keep an eye out for our review, because we'll, we'll re explore each section of that uh, event, because that was kind of one of the biggest things that happened to Star Wars back in the day. That's sadly been kind of lost to time and forgotten. Um, so I want everybody to keep an eye out for that. Also, everybody keep an eye out for live streams from Gilbs. He's doing the Republic Commandos to lead up to the Clone Wars. 
And then uh, I just got the Star Wars uh, Dark Forces. Like I said, I'm doing expanded universe stuff. So we just got done streaming a couple episodes of the Shadows of the Empire game, which did not <coughs> age well. It is is very hard. <laughs> I can't really recommend that all the way. But uh, but Dark Forces is really badass. Uh, it's it's basically uh, the Star Wars version of Doom. So we're gonna start streaming those. If you guys want to check that out, um, I've I've had a lot of fun with those guys in the past. So, so yeah, at some point you're gonna start getting to like the Jedi Knight games too. Oh yeah, so this is actually the first of the Jedi Knight. Yeah, so this that's why, yeah, Dark Forces, then Jedi Knight, Dark Forces Two. Then yeah, it was Jedi Knight Two. Then it's Outcast. Outcast, and then Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. Yeah, and I'm even gonna do the the Mara Jade expansion i've never done that in the past nice. so um i'm su so you'll get to see the live reaction to that that'll be pretty fun but uh with that being said this has been sebastian gilbert and harrison from fulcrum entertainment channel fulcrum report episode 73 please drop a like on our video you guys it will really help us out um we really need it and uh and uh, it shows that your appreciation for us uh, just gives us more moral support <laughs> bell notification so you guys uh know when our brand new videos come out like streams audio comics uh that's what i was gonna say harrison you're gonna show up in our um dark cloud voice dub coming up on fulcrum entertainment channel i wasn't sure if you were aware of those being released very soon oh uh, yes yes yeah, yeah. it's awesome. funny because yeah. you what you probably did that a while ago right yeah like yeah possibly more than a year ago okay yeah so uh you're gonna find like that's gonna pay off uh i think those are gonna be showing up so everybody keep an eye out for those like i said uh C crazy uncle harrison comes out with songs and and pokey roast so keep an eye out for those gilbert and me are doing live streams uh it's fun over here on the fulcrum entertainment you guys uh we we really appreciate all you guys if you want to pop in and do some fun stuff with us uh 2020 is a real cool year real fresh start um and it's just gonna be a blast so focal report 73 out thanks guys have a good one